My name is Mark Madison, and I am so very proud to have Fujitsu General America as a sponsor. At Fujitsu, they're focused on partnering with the best distributors and contractors to ensure that each Fujitsu heating and cooling system brings infinite comfort to every end user. Public Promises. As I write this looking out over Puget Sound, the governor of Washington State just announced a two-week ban on any kind of public gathering, enforceable by law. It'll be a misdemeanor. In other words, stay inside your domicile or else. I'm a writer. I love the solitude. I'm investing a large portion of my time getting caught up on my writing. I have enough material for three new ebooks. In fact, I just finished editing the first one. It's glorious. Full disclosure... I'm an ambivert. The definition is a situational extrovert, meaning when it's time to go out in public, I become outgoing, friendly, fun. That side of my nature is missing some things today. One of my favorite expressions is, when the tide comes back in, all the boats in the harbor rise. It's an expression John F. Kennedy coined in a speech in 1963. In fact, what he actually said was, a rising tide lifts all boats. He was attempting to quell the fear around the Bay of Pigs situation. The assumption is, of course, the tide always comes back in. That's important to remember in these times of fear, doubt, anxiety, sadness, grief, and uncertainty. So I'm making myself a series of public promises. They begin with the phrase, when the tide comes back in, I promise to. I promise to appreciate reading to and playing on the floor with my grandchildren. I promise never to take for granted hugging my children, friends, or clients ever again. I promise to smile and be positive while waiting in long lines at the TSA, sitting in coach on an airplane, or waiting for an Uber. I promise to rejoice in the roar of a crowd at a basketball game. I promise to cherish talking to my friends at the gym in between basketball games or in the weight room. I promise to thank the waiter for great service and a fantastic meal. I promise to enjoy laughing with strangers in a dark movie theater. I promise to relish the standing ovation after delivering a keynote presentation or the long lines at the book counter at the back of the room when I'm signing books. I promise to be grateful for the holiday gatherings with my in-laws. I promise never to complain again about going to church on a sunny Sunday afternoon. I promise to appreciate shaking hands with someone I just met and connected with and giving them a book signed. I promise to savor the company of an old friend at lunch or at coffee. I promise to absolutely savor and enjoy digging holes in the sand with my granddaughters at the beach. I promise to enjoy flying for 14 hours from LAX to Sydney on Delta. I promise to enjoy standing in line at the post office or grocery store or even the DMV and do it with a smile and a positive attitude. I promise to stop being annoyed at the person who talks too loud on their cell phone in public. I promise to stop getting upset with the guy in front of me on the freeway who's going too slow, or 
the guy who's on my bumper six inches away. And I promised to cut myself some slack because I didn't fulfill each and every promise on this list. By all accounts, this is going to get worse before it gets better. But one thing's certain, the tide will come back in. And when it does, all the boats in the harbor will rise. May I remember these promises to myself. And may God bless you and yours. We'll get through this together. How to positively leverage your staycation or self-quarantine. The Great Depression was a severe worldwide economic depression that took place mostly during the 1930s, before most of us were born. The timing of the Great Depression varied across nations. In most countries, it started in 1929 and lasted until the late 1930s. It was the longest and deepest and most widespread depression of the 20th century. The Great Depression is commonly used as an example of how intensely the world's economy can decline overnight. If history's taught us anything, it's there's always been challenging times like these, and as a country we came through them with longer legs for bigger strides. Okay, so you're stuck working from home. You feel isolated, sad, lonely, afraid, uncertain. Now what? How can you positively leverage your time working at home? What follows is a brief list of things you can do to make the most unprecedented moment in our history worthwhile and meaningful. One, it's not a retreat, it's an advance. Words matter. They trigger pictures and bring about emotion. Change the language you use. Two, continue to keep safe distances from others. Six feet is what the CDC suggests. Wash your hands 10 times a day for 20 seconds at a time. Wipe down your phone, your keyboard, the handles on all the doors. Use good judgment. Three, invest this time in creative acts that add value to your organization. I mentioned an ebook I just finished. I'm sending that to clients and friends as a gift. Take the time to follow Tom Watson Sr.'s advice when he started IBM in the teeth of the Depression. He had signs on the wall that simply said, Think. And then he told his salespeople to double their activity. When the tide came back in, IBM was the leader. Focus your time and effort into your passions and hobbies. Read some books that you've always wanted to read but never had the time. Why not order some of mine? Freedom from fear, freedom from fear forever, a simple choice. It's about time and freedom from fat. Number six, watch a TED Talk or an inspiring YouTube video every day. Something to lift your spirits and inspire you to action. Number seven, cook the things you love and share it with others. Eight, and I'm seeing a lot of this, take daily walks with someone that you care about. I have never seen so many people walking. It's lovely. Nine, start writing that book you've always promised yourself you would. And if that's something you're serious about, send me an email and I'll forward you a special report entitled So You Want to Be a Writer. It's about 10 pages that includes a reading list. 10. Listen to podcasts like this one. 11. Update your website with new content. I'm working on 
expanding my private coaching program. If that's something you're interested in, by all means, give me a call or send me an email. Number 12, virtually connect with your clients and discuss new insights to help them with their business. We're all learning about Zoom now. You can download Zoom for free, zoom.us. 13, crowdsource with others by leveraging their knowledge, talent, and wisdom to create something bigger than yourself. 14, join an online community that fits with your interests and consider creating your own. I just joined a Facebook group entitled Positive News Only. 15, organize your office, purge your closets, do some spring cleaning. 16, get lots of rest, drink lots of water, eat clean and healthy and get plenty of sleep. And oh, by the way, go for a walk. 17, learn to play an instrument. Take out that old guitar out of the garage, dust it off, and learn how to play Louie Louie. 18, find ways to inject positive humor into your daily life. When someone asks me how I'm doing, I usually say, quoting my old friend, Doug, Doug out Doug, who was 92, and I said, Doug, how are you? He said, I'm sold. I don't even buy green bananas anymore. Not a bad response. 19, connect with old friends via Zoom, Skype, or FaceTime that you haven't seen for years. Have some virtual coffee. 20, conclude your day by reviewing your goals or set some new ones. 21, end each day with five things you're grateful for. Maintain a measure of optimism, enthusiasm, and helpfulness. We need each other. Einstein said, in the midst of every difficulty lies opportunity. If we keep doing what we've always done, we'll keep getting what we always got. Everything has a beginning, a middle, and an end. One day we'll wake up and realize this was simply a very strange and scary time that we all lived through. Ask any 90-year-old what the Great Depression was like. Then sit back and listen. They love to tell you about it. And you know what? We will too. This podcast is brought to you by the team at Fujitsu General America. And like this podcast, they're focused on education and development. From the day they sold their first comfort system in North America, they've been unwavering in their focus on training. It doesn't matter if it's application, installation, or service. A better trained technician brings better value to the homeowner. So when you're looking for infinite comfort, think Fujitsu. Thank you for listening. If I struck a chord, inspire you to action, or piqued your curiosity, let me know. Call or text me at 206-697-0454 or send me an email at mark at sparkingsuccess.net. Should you wish to hire me to speak to your organization or association or order one of my books, simply go to my website, www.sparkingsuccess.net. And remember, make it a great day unless you have other plans.